You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. another episode of Black Hair in the Big Leagues. I'm your host, Alicia Thomas. And if you could see what my heart looks like right now, it's like it is so swollen and and like warmed and just so is a big, bright red orb because I am so excited today. I have a lot of curl crushes, girls who I'm like, oh my goodness, I wish my curls could look like yours. Um, A lot of time, a lot of times that's for people who my my hair is nothing like theirs and this might still be the case but when i look at my guest today she is such a superstar and so sparkly from the inside all the way to the outside and her hair is i it's an understatement for me to say hair goals i have been and i'm such i am truly a fan you guys please help me welcome the beautiful the sweet the ethereal miss you miss teen usa 2019 kaylee garris hey thanks for having me that was such a sweet intro thank you oh i am so happy to have you and it is 2019 right Mm -hmm. it's been a little bit it's been weird but yeah a little bit a little bit of time has passed since then how you doing? I, I'm doing good. It's a cold, snowy day here in Connecticut, as I know you're in New York and it's snowing there. But we're gonna, we're gonna get through it. We're gonna get through the cold. <laughs> I mean, it looks like you're cheering on through there, but sometimes a day can be a day. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um. So, Kaylee, I have mm-hmm. so many questions and recently on this podcast I've been trying to open it up more to like the black experience and all of the things but like I truly have so many hair questions like actual all of the things um first of all have you always embraced all that is on your head right now not at all (laughs) I have not so Growing up, I have a white mother. I was a a mommy's gal at heart, still am. And so she had no clue what to do with my hair. My dad couldn't help either. Um, And so I had my curly hair probably till I was around five. And then when I was six, I started getting Brazilian chocolate treatments, like keratin treatments. Um, And I got those until I was probably mid 16 years old so I had straight hair for a while and a lot of times I didn't know what my natural hair looked like um because we only had one photo with me with hair like this from when I was younger um so I didn't and then it took till high school when I went to the educational center for the arts where there was a girl named Rems in there who had this long like Oh, beautiful natural hair, like down to where her waist long. And she was like, Oh, like I can see your roots. Like, have you ever gone natural before? Because my hair was growing out from my hair. <laughs> and and I would like would straighten my roots every day. That day it probably was rainy or humid or wow. something. 
And I was like, no, like I've never done that. But since that day, it was also when like the big um, natural hair movement was going on. So there was like a ton of YouTube videos out that I could watch. And I started transitioning for about a year and a half. And then eventually I cut off the very dead straight hair. My curls were still very heat damaged. Um, but from there, probably when I was 17 is when I really started embracing my hair. Were you nervous? Like high school, high school, and then you're going to be a senior and you just cut your hair off. Like, how was that? I mean, I was nervous. One, just because I had had straight hair. I didn't know what it was fully going to look like. Um, and also because my mom, I, when I said I was going to the curly hair salon for the first time to get it trimmed, she thought I was literally getting it, get it trimmed and uh -oh. still keep the dead ends on a little bit. And I was like, I'm kind of the all or nothing type of person. And I went to like a predominantly all white, like public high school. ECA was like a very diverse group, but my main high school was predominantly white. And I kind of always had a growing up that I liked having a little bit of attention for like something different. So I was kind of okay with it because I knew it was going to be a big change. Um, my, as I said before, my curls were still very heat damaged. The curl pattern was a lot different than it is now. Um, but thankfully I got to this point because after a year of having that like quote unquote natural hair that was still not the healthiest, I right. had straightened my hair because I wanted to see how long it had gotten and it yeah. completely ruined it again. And this time, like I I straightened it in the morning. I showered that same exact night. And it did not curl back up. And I shampooed and I shampooed. I put a, a lot of conditioner. I put so much like stuff in, coconut oil. I slept in like just like a bunch of oils. Didn't curl back up. So <sighs> I went to another curly hair salon probably two days later. Actually, I put in um, really long box braids at first because I had a photo shoot with my modeling agency that I had at the time. And I didn't tell them that I cut my hair either. So they still thought I had straight hair. Oh, shoot. So I, I later on went to another curly salon and basically got a pixie cut. And then that's okay. how I was able to grow my hair out with its like natural pattern because I literally just got rid of everything and started completely from scratch. And I had phases in high school where I was like, I look back now and I was like, I look like a boy like I didn't want no. to look like I had the short hair and I, I it was just short hair I could feel like I could rock that pixie cut now that I have more confidence now that I'm a little bit okay. older back then I did not have the confidence for a pixie cut but I just did it anyway because I wanted to start over um okay so yeah. wait were you competing for pageants at that age yeah I was so I probably stopped competing for like a year when I still had straight hair took a break for a year because I think I don't know what was happening and then after I got that pixie cut I had one of my first pageants I was competing for Miss Connecticut's Outstanding Teen um and it was still very short I had picked it out like a little bit like so the ends were still very defined but like everything else was like just a mess underneath but it was so short such a short hair look. I looked good on that stage, though. I will come on, <laughs> come through. So you did you win that one? No, I didn't. I got fourth runner up at that um, pageant. All right, and then the next time that you competed, did you did you continue to keep your hair curly, or did you ever go back to wearing your hair straight? No. So I can like since that pageant, I started competing with my hair curly only. Um, that's because I feel like once I got to the point of cutting my hair and having it curly, that's how I was most confident. And I was wow. also terrified of restraightening my hair because of what happened before where I had to just start all over again. Um, right. And I did have people like, because with pageants, there's a specific look. There's like a oh, yeah. look different systems go for. And so I knew going into Outstanding Teen, like having a short curly afro was not gonna be what they were used to seeing um right. but I also kind of like that as I said a little bit I like attention a little bit being different <laughs> I knew it would help me stand out and um for like even just appearance reasons and so after that pageant is when I competed for Miss Connecticut uh Teen USA and at that one I won so that was pretty cool but I kept my hair natural um, my hair was a little bit longer at that point, still trying to pick it out to get it as big as I could. Um, but yeah, just competed with it natural because that's how I was most confident. And also I like 
didn't want to fit fit in with how I, I knew that. people would look. I think so. that it's a very powerful to like because I did pageants as well. I know mm-hmm. we we just met like literally eight minutes ago, <laughs> and you know nothing about me. I I did pageants growing up. I was Miss California in the Miss World organization. Mm-hmm. Um, and do, when all of those times competing, it was always like, of course, my hair is going to be straight. That's not even a question. Like, mm-hmm. this is the look you're not. People told me you will. It's laughable to even think you can win if your hair is not yeah. straight. And so today seeing our modern day beauty queens mm-hmm. with like natural hair, is just so inspiring. And so mm-hmm. I'm just like, and but also there was a mind shift for me that was like, if I ever decided to show up on stage with curly hair and then I lost, even though fourth runner up is not really, I mean, mm-hmm. you, you're like in the court. Yeah, you still did well. You, did like, well. you yeah. still did well. But like, if I didn't win, that would have been a total confidence crusher for me being like, mm-hmm. I bet if my hair was straight and you did not, you were like, I am I'm feeling this. I look good. I feel good. And you showed up again and you showed up again. And <laughs> honey, Miss Teen USA, come on. Like, we're not mad. I know. It was definitely so cool because, like I said, different pageant systems look for different things or they have their own, like, look. And so I knew kind of going into Outstanding Teen, like, I was going to be something very different. And I felt with, like, with USA, um, the outfits are newer, like the styles are a little yes. bit more evolving. So I knew in that USA that I would kind of be like, oh, like new fashion, like, okay, <laughs> like, cool. So I felt, okay. I feel as though I was a little bit more confident going to USA, um, just because sometimes, you know, a certain system just isn't your fit. And it's probably for the yeah. best that you didn't win because somebody else that is a fit for that system could benefit more from having that title. Ooh, I love that. It's almost like what's for you is for you. Mm-hmm. And it, it, like, yeah, something along those lines. I Can I ask you about your curl evolution from when you first were crowned Miss Teen USA? I'm like, oh my mm-hmm. goodness, I love her. Um, your curls were very defined and very like close. And your curl evolution now, it's like the look that I'm seeing right now mm-hmm. is very different than what it looked like when you were crowned Mm -hmm. was there any was that an active thing did that just happen yeah I feel like it was um even now I feel like I'm still learning my hair and I feel like I will be that way for a very long time um when I was competing I knew finger coiling my hair would make it very defined and that's kind of the look I was going for because I didn't know my hair one could do what it's doing right now with its bigger like less defined but this is like how I'm most confident now but with my curls when I was competing every night I would wash my hair and finger coil my whole head which would take me like two hours every single night of the competition so I wash my hair every night and then some after I won because I was there longer than just a week every single night I'd finger coil my hair um just to have it more defined and then after for like uh finals night I like before when I was explaining my hair I'd leave the ends very defined but I'd pick out everything underneath so that it could get as big as possible but still still very defined at the ends um and I did that every single night uh because I was worried that I didn't like I've never really fingered my finger coiled my hair and then slept on it so that's why I did every single night because I didn't know like what second day curls would look like. And I didn't want to leave it up to chance because like this pageant was like really important to me. Um, And then, so now when I was, yeah. So when I was Miss Teen USA, um, I still fingered coiled it at the beginning for a lot of events, but then after a while, I, um, I guess I kind of like, I feel like not lazy, but I was just like, I don't want to finger my co- coil, my hair anymore, every day forever. And so I eventually only did it on days that I like wanted to look really good. So like the first day of college, I finger coiled my hair okay, and, and stuff <laughs> like that. But then after a while I realized like, Oh, if I 
put in my leave-in conditioner because that's all I put in my hair after I shower is just leave-in conditioner um, and like shake my head out. My curls will just kind of do whatever they want. And then, so I did that for a little while and then I would still like fix the front pieces by finger coiling them, but definitely not doing my whole head. And then to now, um, still put in my leave-in conditioner when my hair is stopping wet in the shower. I'll use a Denman brush, brush it through, and then just slightly run my fingers through it just so the curls separate a little a bit little. if I don't it'll just be like just clumps of curls everywhere <laughs> and I just want it to be as big as possible and now I use I um, a diffuser and dry my hair and eventually I take it off and I feel like that's how I get my hair bigger it's because I take off the diffuser and it kind of like I don't want to say Got straightens it. out but like elongates stretches my curls out a little bit so we're going to cut for a short ad break. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, so I, a, a couple, a few months, like two or three months ago, mm-hmm. right before um, you and Chesley Chris gave up your titles, I had Chesley come on here mm-hmm. and she told me about her also finger. I'm like you I'm like <laughs> I can't even imagine between the two of you and I tried it and it, it I feel like I am able to do it in some parts of my head but like when mm-hmm. I get to the back it doesn't it's not the same I don't know if yeah. it's just a different texture of hair how do you make it like consistent yeah that's the thing like I have different textures all over my hair on the sides are the curls I like the most they're the more like ringletty like by themselves but in the back, if I ever finger coil it, it gets like the small little coily curls. And so it gets, my hair is so naughty in the back all the time. <laughs> um, so really when I do the finger coils, it looks like a similar pattern because either I take more hair in some spots, uh, less hair in other spots. Cause I know that like on the sides, my um... hair is going to have a bigger coil in the back. It's going to have smaller. Um, but it definitely feels different is what I will say. Like, it'll look the same. It'll look like all uniform, all coiled. But like, if you touch it, you'll tell like the ones in the back are a lot denser because there's a lot more hair there. And then also it's just more difficult to um, detangle later on because like, if you ever watch somebody get uh, like the start of dreads uh, and they like twist the hair in the back um, or just wherever they're getting the dread done, they coil it like how my hair coils in the back so my hair oh. starts dreading if I leave it in too long oh, so oh, oh. okay technical question okay because I might be doing this so wrong so when you get the piece you get the curl you get the curl you put it you put the what do you put what product do you put the product first and then you like twist it and then curl it or what yeah so when I do mine I stand in the shower for a long time which is probably pretty bad um because my hair is soaking wet like soaking wet and then I put in the leave-in conditioner I always use a ton of leave-in conditioner and I Denman brush it through and then I section my hair up and also usually start in the back and so there's leave-in conditioner my hair's soaking wet and I start at like the root where I grab and I finger coil down from there does that make sense yes is there any twisting before the coiling no I don't twist I just go okay (laughs) okay that sound is probably very hard to understand with just audio (laughs) okay that is actually that's perfect I'm like it gives me something to 
work towards and to try. Okay, and so here's the thing. So when I have my hair, I have like a piece in right now, so you can't even see what my hair texture looks like. But it is similar Mm -hmm. to yours. If my hair were to reach its full potential, Kaylee, I feel like, (laughs) and that's absolutely me flattering myself, it would be close to, not even close to what yours looks like, but I'm trying, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm trying. So my question is when I have my fro out, I can only wear it for so long outside before it completely dries out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My hair is, the thing is like with, like with social media in general, um, like you see things at their best. And so my oh, hair is, dries out so fast all the time. And everyone's like, oh, I love your hair, hair gold. I was like, yeah, but you don't know. It is so dry. Like I sleep, I used to sleep with a, um, a satin bonnet. I've just transferred over to satin um, pillowcases. So your hair is just out at night. So my hair is out at night. Cause okay. I felt like when I wore the bonnet, the back would get very knotted very fast. So I couldn't wear my curls for as long. And I had a good system going for a while where the next day, after like washing my curls um, and waking up, I'd spray in like next day curl stuff. Okay. And I liked that for a while. I felt like it gave me some moisture or I'd use like an oil, but after a while it builds up. And so then I feel like my hair gets mm-hmm. stiff. And so I like have the back and forth between like, should I put something in so it's moisturized or should I just let it do its thing? Cause it lasts longer when I let it do its thing. But yet again, I know it's really dry. Um, Got it. And also, with social media, I'll be the first one to say it. When I take pictures of my hair and it's not my best curl day, or, like, the camera's fuzzy or whatever, I'll go on Facetune, use the detail um, button, and then you slide it over your curls, and it just makes it look more defined. Because it, like, highlights highlights that, like, piece of your hair. So that's what I do when I need it to look better than what it's looking that day. But I also feel like I'm listening to you, Kaylee, but I also feel like you're being like a little modest. Like, (laughs) I really feel like when my hair is dry, it's very different than when your hair is dry. I I just am trying to like, like actually see what's happening here, what's going on here. And so I'm still going to ask because because I'm looking at you right now. You look fantastic. It looks very effortless. Like, I woke up like this. do you deep condition? I so what I do when I shower basically every time. Well, right now I'm doing a promotional um, thing for a hair product, so I'm using shampoo every single time I shower right now to like get the full feel of their products, so that I can give an honest review. Um, nice. But usually I only shampoo every other time I shower, and I only wash my hair once a week, and that's like the most I'll ever wash my hair is once a week. Um, or at least condition it. That's what I mean by washing. I just usually condition it because I don't need the shampoo because, as I said, hair is dry. I, I, my natural oils aren't coming through at all. Um, and so, and then for deep conditioning, I've always debated on the true meaning of deep conditioning because I feel like there's products that say like deep conditioner, hair mask. And I was like, Okay, but can't I also, like, does deep conditioning count if I just leave conditioner on my hair for, like, 20 minutes? Does that count? Like, does that... So, every time I shut... <laughs> I don't have the answers. You're looking at me. I'm going to be looking at you. Like, you tell me. So, when I, I say yes, I deep condition. But then if I say yes, that means I deep condition every time I shower. Because I'll, oh. if I shampoo, I shampoo. But when I put in conditioner, I'll put it in, put in a ton, which means I have to constantly buy conditioner. And then I just tie up my hair and then I do like either shave, I soak up, I wash my face. Like I do everything else you do in the shower while my hair has the conditioner in it. And then okay. once I'm done with washing off, then I'll it detangle it by section. And then I wash that out. Um, and so the only time I feel like I really do a deep moisturizing thing is if I put coconut oil in my hair and I leave it in for a few hours. Now there's some debate with that, putting coconut oil in your hair. I had somebody messaged me once and was like, you shouldn't do that for too often. So I'm like, okay. You're like, thanks, but my hair is bomb. So it works for me. (laughs) And And that's kind of what I feel about that. It's like something for you. Yeah. And like with Chesley, she helped me a lot because I always say my hair is really dry. But when I see Chesley in person, her hair 
never looks dry. Like I physically touched <laughs> Jessie's hair. Not that dry. And so right. I, was like, I was like, what do you do? And she was like, oh, I use castor oil. And then two days later, a box shows up from Amazon on my doorstep. She sent me this giant bottle of castor oil. She just sent it to my apartment from New York. She did that stuff all the time, too. She would just send me random stuff. And so she sent me this big bottle of castor oil. She said that I leave it in and for like a few hours and then wash it out. And I can shampoo once or twice because it's like a heavier oil. So you don't want to let it sit in there too long. Um, But I did that once. And I also did egg whites because, you know, the whole thing with like putting egg whites in your hair and stuff. No, 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 no. I'm such a try it yourself type of person DIY. So like I looked up castor oil hair masks and I got like you take this as you will you don't gotta do this I can't even say if it worked or not because I tried it once but I put castor oil eggs I don't know if I put the yolk in or not I don't remember and then hot okay and then get it all in there your hair is gonna feel weird and slightly heavy and I left that in and showered it out and then shampooed it out and I was like okay, okay. cool and then I but I never no heard it no again foul. yeah like it didn't like make my hair fall out or anything um so at least for me <laughs> I don't want to like get anybody to try it oh, and be like I mean those are pretty wholesome products honey eggs yeah. castor oil like so, could be a yeah, thing I try a bunch of random stuff especially if I like have the time like if I'm home bored and I'm like ah, I should probably wash my hair soon then I'll mm then I'll just do random stuff that I find on the internet. Okay. So what are your, and I don't know if you can say this, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask anyway, what are your favorite products? My favorite products? Um, I feel like I don't have like, like products I like always seek out to get. The only one I feel like I ever seek out to get would be and what I've been doing currently is getting the, oh, what's it called? What is it called? Let me think. Tracy Ellis Ross. Oh, pattern. Pattern. There we go. The pattern leave-in conditioner. Because I'm like a college student. I still have budgets I got to be on. And so Hello? one of those big, tu- those big tubs are like $42. So getting the shampoo, the conditioner, and the leave-in is just very costly that I can't do like all the time and so I'll get the leave-in and I'll use I really like Bondi Bondi's who I'm doing this partnership with right now but they're leaving um they're leaving styling cream I really like and like genuinely like and I just was sent it for the first time like two weeks ago and they're an Australian-based company but they um produce their products out of the U.S. and they're leaving styling cream I don't like heavy styling creams because I feel like I don't need it. And so this has like a lighter consistency. Like you open it up, like it can spill type of consistency. And so I mix the leave-in from Pattern and I use the Bondi leave-in styling cream. And that's like what I've been using. And I feel like my curls, one, are more defined after my shower because of that. And then also they last longer like I get more curl days out of my hair and I feel like that's one a mix of using the satin pillows having this like new products that I've been using and just like being better at maintaining my curls I guess now because I'll wash my hair a little bit more often or at least just like give it a little bit more care because I'm sleeping on a satin pillow or have a satin bonnet on so I'm like caring a little bit more and I also just got my hair trimmed so that could okay about that, do you go to the same? Because your haircut is very like, I it's very cute. Do you go to the same person every time, or do you go to different people and you're like, this is what I like? Yeah, I go to the same person, uh, Luvina. She has the curly hair salon in Connecticut. That's who I first started my curl journey with. She um, oh, didn't nice. have her own uh, salon at the time, and now she does. Nice. And. So she did my first big chop. She saw my curls at their worst state. And now I go in and she'll just 
take my hair when it's curly, take piece by piece and just like snip off the ends for me. I think I go every six months. I think there's a thing when, when like when you have straighter hair, like getting it every six weeks. Yeah. Is that something, right? Yeah, I don't know if straighter, but like, yeah, they say every six to eight weeks, something like that. Yeah, but, but I get months. mine done six months or so. Um, okay. Just because I'm trying to grow out my hair, usually I never get my bangs area cut because I my personal style is I don't want to look like I have bangs. And when I was going through that medium awkward phase of my hair length, it really looked like I had bangs. And I was like, I don't have bangs. It's just the way my hair looks like I have all baby hairs. On the side, so my baby hairs make it look like I have bangs because it's not like the thickest part. So for a while, forehead is so beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, nobody ever sees it. Um, No, ever. Like you look very different. Yeah, I cover up my forehead a lot because it's so big. (laughs) And usually, if you're always covering up your forehead, it's usually so big. But like. You look really pretty. Thank you. That, my boyfriend tells me that, but I hate my hair out of my face. And then everyone's like, Kaylee, you should save your hair out of your face more often. It's like, pretty. I feel like yeah. I look weird having like my hair off of my forehead. But yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, oh, I look I a little like different. Thank you. Oh, okay. All right. I might have more hair questions. First, yes. um, Bondi, is that B-O-N-D-A-I? Just I. Just I. Right. Yeah, B O N D I. And then, and then, other than that, you like use different products. Like you just every like, single time. Oh because so for a while when I was Team USA, Chesley would get sent so much stuff, and I'd get some stuff. But since she was USA, she got sent so much stuff that she couldn't like use all of it in like a timely fashion. So whenever I'd go to New York when COVID wasn't happening, I would be like, okay what do you have for me and she'd give me a bunch of makeup she would give me like like nail stuff and then a ton of hair products so I lived off of like Chesley's stuff that she got sent for a long time so I didn't have to buy anything because curly hair products one hard to find and like in bulk and then um just like expensive and the drugstore that's right next to me, I live in Cheshire, Connecticut, and it's a predominantly white town. So there's only one part of the aisle that has curly hair products, and they're not always yeah. the best. And yeah. so I would use Chesley stuff, and it was just easy. And I mean, every curl product, like, people are like, oh, this one's the best, and this one, and this one, that one. I feel like they're all genuine, generally the same. Like par- like as long as it doesn't have any parabens, sulfates, silicones, are good. And you know, so- it also kind of makes me feel like as long as you're paying attention to your hair, I just mm-hmm. read in a book and I've always felt this way, like where your attention goes, energy flows, just like when you're watering a plant, like just the fact that you are paying attention to your hair on a regular basis kind of helps it to flourish no yeah. matter what you're using, maybe. Yeah, exactly. And so now I've just been trying to find more natural products. Maybe it's because my roommate, because my roommate's very like, use natural things, organic. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, super. And so I, I don't know the name of it, but I went to Ulta and I found this organic shampoo and conditioner. Um, and I thought it wasn't going to be that good because you're like, well, how good can it be if it doesn't have those fake chemicals that we're so used to? And, <laughs> and so I tried it and I really like it. But then I started this partnership. So now I still have those products. And now I'm using these ones that I was sent. Um, and also like with any products I use, that's like my baseline. As long as it doesn't have parabens, sulfates, silicones, like no drying alcohols, like I'm all far like for trying it like at the that's, very least so that's yeah. great how good can it be if it doesn't have all this mess up in it yeah <laughs> I really liked it so it was pretty good we'll be right back right after the break Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. So I have a question for you. I saw that you said somewhere, you can't be who you can't see. Mm-hmm. And I love that. It's like representation matters. And so for you... Who was your inspiration? Because you were, you know, you're representing for a lot of people who are going to come after you, you know, but Mm -hmm. who was there for you? Like, who do you look up to? Um, Well, first off, that was not my quote. I took that quote from some famous person that said that quote. So I do not take the the what's it called for that but I did it into a a sentence somewhere so I will take that but it's like something the quote itself really spoke to me because it's like growing up I you asked like who was my person and the thing is I really didn't have somebody that looked like me that had like was going through the same hair transformation and I really feel Mm -hmm. like it all started with my friend Remsen in high school like she was mixed had long like our curl patterns are very different but had this long curly hair was very confident in her own skin and I feel like that's where I really started being like okay like you don't have to straighten your hair to fit in like, you don't even have to fit in. Like, you can be as different as you want. And so, and it wasn't even a point of me wanting to win specifically for the reason of having curly hair. I told my mom when I was going that, like, getting to the Teen USA stage was the it factor for me. Just getting there, winning my state title and going to the stage was the most important part. And I said, I want to do well, but. I don't care if I win because I just want to be noticed. I want to be recognized. And I want girls to see me on that stage and be like, whoa, she's competing with her natural hair. I didn't even care if I won or not. And I think I really understood the impact of having the curly hair after I won because I was like, oh, yeah, I'll be noticed. Cool. Like, this is a tough competition. Like, probably didn't have the fullest confidence in myself to be like, okay, like, you can do this. Um, but after I won, I was like, oh, my goodness, like this is like went way farther than I thought. And Cammie Crawford has stuck. She was um, Miss Teen USA in 2010 or 2012. Her mom was my state director. She's now the host of Catfish. Um, and she the whole time during the competition when I would like freak out or be like, this girl, this girl has this and that girl has that. She would be like, you need to focus on yourself like you stand out just by your look but you also stand out by your personality. Like, yeah. like, yes, your look makes you different, like makes you visibly different, but like you have what it takes to win. And so having her there along the way really helped me be like, okay, like I don't need to just be in the mindset like, oh, I don't care how I do. I just want to do well. Like I could actually win this thing. And yeah. I feel like that's what really gave me the confidence um, to really do well on that stage and just kind of, after we had like a few conversations, because I was going back and forth between if I was confident or not. And finally, when it got to like the day of prelims and final, because it was held on the same day, when it came to finals, I was like, if you make top 15, like, fantastic. Have fun on that stage after you make top 15. But if you didn't, there's nothing you can do now to change it. And so once I made top 15, I just had fun. Like, I was like, I'm going to take in this moment. I'm taking walking on the stage, like looking different, being in my full glory. Like I'm just going to appreciate this moment. And so that's kind of how I really go through it. And then other than that, I'd say Zendaya. We're close in age, but like watching Shake It Up on Disney Channel, I think it was um, like she was like the only like mixed girl on there. So I was like, okay, like I can vibe with this. And then now she's like such a yeah goddess of like a woman and I see her and I'm like even though we're close in age like even with that you see them like living this best life and you're just like whoa like okay like if Zendaya can do that I could live in Connecticut and like be my best self Um, absolutely so just seeing people like that is just like 
Yeah. Yeah. I love that. You know, listening to you, it just sounds like when it comes to high pressure situations and things that we really like, the stakes are kind of like low key, really high Mm -hmm. to just the battle is in the mind first. Because if you're going between, okay, I'm confident, I'm not confident, and then you showed up not confident, it might have been a very different outcome, even though you're the same person. And and I think it's just, like, important to say that out loud, because that's, I think, for everything in life, deciding. Um, And so, yeah, I love all that. Um, Another another question about that. You made – history like you have these things that you wanted to do like you just want other girls to see that a natural hair girl can win but not only did you win you won during a time when miss america was black miss usa was black miss universe was black miss world was black miss team usa kaylee garris is black yeah um what in the world like i know it was when that all started coming out because Chesley won two days after me so when I Mm. won at first it was like teen USA had had the crown placed on her like curly hair so that was like the news at first and then Neo was Miss America at the time so people were kind of talking about us two and then Chesley won two days after and so at first like I don't know if Chesley ever mentioned this to you but she was worried that she wasn't going to win because like they only they already had their like token person of color right oh my god yeah and and so when I was re-watching my the pageant on YouTube they had live comments and I was reading them and then after I won of course I had like so much like oh congratulations but also like you hone in on like the hate you get and yeah. people were like, oh, well, they got their token person of color out of the way. Like, oh, they checked that box off type of thing. And so I, it kind of made me feel like my win was invalidated because I was like, I worked hard to get to that point. And then people are just saying like, oh, they just need to have like one diverse person. And then when Chesley won, I was like, no, like I won for a reason. And then Chesley was talking about tokenism and how there doesn't just need to be one of us in a room. We could fill the whole room. And and then Zozy won, and then having Nia and Miss World, it was insane. And I always say this when I get interviewed, but I felt I know I'm a part of that history. But being the youngest one out of all of us, I also felt disconnected because I was seeing this history happen in front of me, something I had never seen before. And so when Chesley won, I was like, oh, my goodness, she just rocked that stage with her natural hair. Like, I didn't even think, like, oh, I just won with my natural hair and rocked right. the stage. Like, I was Hello. just like, oh, my goodness, Chesley just did this. And then Zozie. And then, like, just having all of these, like, women that were, like, older role models for me, I was just like, oh, my goodness, this is so cool seeing this happen. And people are like, you're a part of it, too. And I was like, yeah, I know, I know, but, like, I'm not. Like, And so just seeing all of that happen in front of me. Like, even though I'm a part of it, I still don't feel like it's real because I'm just looking up to Chesley and Zozy and Nia and other women are part of this history. You're saying this and I'm just like screaming on the inside, like, (laughs) hello, you just did it. Like, okay, this is like low key, like I'm dating myself. But back in the day, I used to work at Disneyland. Mm -hmm. I'm not supposed to say this, but I was friends with Tiana. Mm -hmm. And it was like, that's just what I did. And then every now and then Snow White would walk in the room and she wasn't usually where our break room was. And I was like, Snow White is here. And I would be in full garb. Mm-hmm. with a sharpie being like can you sign this and they're like girl like, <laughs> like do you know who girl, you are <laughs> do you know who you are like seriously and that is the same thing here it's like you just also are a, you are a part of this history and how cool it was to be kind of one of the first ones I didn't think Nia was already Miss America yeah. at the time but like to to be kind of like the first to see the rest roll in it's like mm-hmm. whoa oh oh that's a thing <laughs> <laughs> um okay one technical question i am gonna let you go soon mm-hmm. um the night i don't know if it was the night that you gave up your title or it was one of the final nights uh, just at this last mm-hmm. pageant you had a faux hawk mm-hmm. remember yes and that's one of my favorite hairstyles however when I do it sometimes it 
at some point in the night, it just decides to go. Wah, wah, wah. Mm-hmm. How did you get yours to just stay so perfect? So usually I am a big no-no person for putting hairspray in curly hair because curly hair is already very dry. But I'm going to like, I know people listening can't see me do this, but you can see me do this right now. Yes. So I did my own hair that night. So you, what? I, yeah, I did my own hair. I usually always do my own hair um, for stuff just because a lot of hairstylists out there can't do natural hair. And that's just kind of how it is. Um, okay. But I did my own hair. I brought a spray bottle like Chesley and I backstage. We had our own little like tables kind of do our own stuff. I brought um, eco styling gel, a little spray bottle, and a tiny brush, and a bunch of bobby pins. And so I just like slicked my hair up and then used bobby pins. I didn't have fresh curls because my hair won't stay up that much if I don't have like, uh, if I have fresh curls. So I had like day two, day three curls. And I just um, like safety, or not safety pin, bobby (laughs) pin, (laughs) bobby pin one side at a time and then usually where my like cowlick is where my hair parts in the back I have like a little hole there so I'll like um pick it out a little bit and then hairspray it and that way it doesn't like just have a random hole in the back but yeah my hair just kind of sticks where it sticks so yeah yeah it doesn't like fall too often it just sometimes gets a little misshapen if somebody touches it but other than that it's good just like use like a little bit of hairspray a little bit just like a little little like once it's up I know it's going to fall if I put nothing in it like it's just gonna like start going with gravity down um and just so it can like stay up especially at the like top of my head the diagonal crown I guess you can call it of my head I'll just put hairspray there just to make sure like the curls stay together um, where my hair okay. parts. Yeah. And then you just mentioned one. I promise I'm going to let you go. I oh, promise, no. Kaylee. I'm like, oh my goodness, I could talk about this for hours. <laughs> um, but I will let you go. You, uh, oh gosh, I just lost my train of thought. What did you say about the, um, oh yeah, for your whole, and you were <laughs> Miss Teen USA for more than a year because of yeah. this pandemic. That is so crazy. You just like set the world record, right? For Miss Teen mm-hmm. USA, longest a one. A year That's- and like around seven months. So a little over a year and a half. So That's, like iconic. But your entire reign, were you always doing your own hair? Um, Mostly, no. except like there was a few instances, like when we did Essence, um, that photo shoot for the Essence magazine, each one of us had our own, <clears throat> excuse me, makeup stylist and hairstylist. And that was the first photo shoot I ever happened, that I ever had been a part of, where everybody was a person of color. In that room, all the, the photographer, the assistants, everybody was a person of color. And so the hairstylists were specifically trained for natural hair. And I had, I never have had like a sew-in or anything like that. Like, cause I am still, like I said, I'm still learning how to do my hair, but they gave me cornrows and they gave me like a sew-in for one of the looks. Like they were just constantly changing it up with my hairstyles. And that's like the, the most I've ever seen my hair do was in that photo shoot. And it was so cool and like the designers we were using were people of color and so it was just surrounded in this like positive like powerful energy of just like people of color like making their paving their own way through so we had um somebody that knew how to do curly hair for that photo shoot and then a lot of times we go to photo shoots as is because they're not very like towards fashion like essence was like a fashion-y shoot um, but like O Magazine, it was about our, like specifically about our titles. So like we had somebody dress us, but it was just like about to, it was supposed to be about us in New York living our life type of thing. Um, so I had my hair the way I naturally always wear it. Um, and so every now and then I'll go to a place that knows how to use it or do curly hair, but especially if I go with my natural hair they're like oh I want it more defined and their automatic thought is to get the thinnest barrel wand that they have and try wanding it and I'm terrified of putting heat on my hair I haven't put heat on my hair in so long 
And so they want to just automatically put a wand to it. And I'm not usually one to stand up for myself and like speak out. So I'll just be like, okay, like blah, blah, blah. And text my boyfriend on the side being like, they're going to put heat on my hair. Like I'm terrified. And he'll be like, what? Like, no, oh my goodness. And then, but I like this, I had a photo shoot a little bit back and they wanted it more defined, like some of my other curls. And so they're like, oh, use a wand. And they were telling their assistant to use a wand. And I was like, oh, like, you know, if you want one piece more defined, you can just spray it like with water and literally just finger coil it. And she was like, mm, like, I don't know, like she didn't know. But luckily the guy was like, oh, like, don't worry. Like, I know, like, kind of like, let me calm down a little bit because he knew that you can just like add any form of liquid and it'll like define oh. itself. And yes. so I think I just need to start speaking up for myself a little bit more. Or also you have to just also ask like, okay, is there a stylist on the shoot that knows how to do curly hair? If not, how do you want my hair done? Because I can do it for you and make it look bomb, but, like, I don't want somebody else to mess with it because this is, this is, like, I don't want to say, like, hair is everything, but, like, this is me. Exactly. And so I just need to start sticking up for myself a little bit more, find my voice a little bit more, but... Luckily, I think now with the big um, natural hair movement, there is still a lot of work to do with getting hairstylists and even makeup artists to figure out how to do people of color's hair and makeup. Um, But I feel like we're definitely making steps to get there. All right. Anything you'd like to say before we go? I think I'm all set. Thank you for these amazing questions. I love chit-chatting, just brightened up my day. You know, at the start of my day, I was like, it's been a day. But no, I'm feeling good now. Oh my gosh. Thank you for sharing and for just, yeah, for being present and all of the things. Kaylee Garris, you are the bomb. I'm so happy to have you be a part of this. So thank you for letting your voice be heard. Thank you for having me. I loved it so much. (laughs) See you, girl. Bye. And that wraps another episode of Black Hair in the Big League. Y'all, I'm so honored to have such great guests on this show. And if there's somebody who you want to listen to, please drop me a note on my Instagram at Salisha Thomas or at Black Hair Podcast and slip into those DMs and let me know what you want to hear, who you want to hear from. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast, rate it, leave a review, tell a friend, follow us on Patreon at Black Hair in the Big Leagues. Y'all, I'm so grateful that you are part of this community. It would not be the same without you. (laughs) Shout out to Wilton Music for producing my theme song, Love COD. Shout out to Colin Tabor for editing this episode and most of these episodes. And shout out to you for listening. Y'all, my heart is so big and I feel so grateful. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Black Hair in the Big Leagues. I'm your host, Salisha Thomas. See you next week. Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.